Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Single Eight Show. What's up, Single H? Yeah, your name is Michael Davis. Your name is Hunter Davis. What is happening, my dear friend? Oh well, we had got a Phoebe pop. Let's talk about the Phoebe pop. Cause I, I love how you had to say it like two times for my brain to go finally. That's how that word is spelled. Phoebe? Yeah. Yeah, the PH for some reason makes an F sound. Yeah. It's why I love English. I hate because English. Because if you put the wrong <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable, all the words sound wrong. <laughs> and for some reason, <laughs> sounds like yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't understand. Why the, why the conjure? Letters make it easier for dyslexic brains, and let's make another letter or use the same letter. It Why? makes it hard for a dyslexic brain to do that. In silent letters, why even put them in the word? That's true. I I don't understand the American language, and uh, I'm not gonna act uh, like I a do. A lot of people don't understand. <laughs> The American language. Most of them call it English, but we'll, let's call it the American language for now. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Fahobi or Phoebe. We, we yeah. talked about Ghostbusters Afterlife on Parts of Unknown, didn't we? I think so. That's yeah. the part. But we'll do another one on here. I the, have time to wait. Next is Pahobi one of your favorite characters? Yes. Because she is smart like I am. In ways that I want to be more smart. As in breaking things and then putting them back together. She's very scientific and analytical, huh? Yes. Yeah, I, and that's I, kind of how my brain works. <laughs> um, is there any other characters like that who's very scientific and analytical? Maybe yeah. Sheldon, huh? Yeah. And Phoebe's granddad. I and think, Phoebe's granddad. I think Vinkman. Vink, Vinkman. Yeah. Vinkman's a completely different cat. Did you ever watch Vinkman's World at, at school? It's a science show? No. I think Pahobi would have liked that show. We have always been watching, like, like watching... Oh, why can't I remember Did you guys watch Bill Nye? Yeah, Bill Nye. Thank but, you. But never Beatman. Yeah, we okay. watched Bill Nye. We, we still... I already watched it once this year in school. Really? You've watched Bill Nye already at school? Yep, in science. Well, I hope you didn't watch it in history class. Oh, no. Why, why in history? That's for reading Rainbow. <laughs> Do you guys watch Reading Rainbow at school? We did in like elementary and kindergarten. But you watch, you you watch Reading Rainbow for for social studies. Cause it's like those history things or like. But we like, I haven't done it in elementary school. But we have watched Reading Rainbow. I think in play of some of our lessons. Well, you know what? Sometimes a teacher has a hard day. Yeah. Especially during the COVID world. Teachers
just have a long, hard freaking day. Surprisingly, and, and they need a break. Surprisingly, that never happened during COVID. Because you can do lessons as long as they take, and then you can say goodbye, go off and do your work. Yes. Bye. Yes, they, they, you didn't, they didn't try to show a lot of videos on the Zoom classes, huh? Yeah, like, even, like, so my PE teacher was, okay, come come on, check off, and then go do 45 minutes of whatever you want to do physically. And then click back on? Nope, but on once. And that's it? Yep. Do you miss, do you miss Zoom school? Honestly, yeah. Because that said my brain couldn't... You, you excelled at Zoom school. Yeah. You I really a, did. I think it's uh, like I didn't have to talk to people as much either. And my brain could let... And I could let act the teacher when I needed help for the chat or something. Yeah. And then she could address it, or he could. Yes. And, like, one time, I'm like, I had to text our second teacher in there, like, I can't hear her. What should I do? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, go out and then come back in. It should work. Okay. Well, yeah, and that cool. happened to, like, multiple other students the same day. And I think the thing about June school, there's almost more readability for help. Than readability. That's a big word to know. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, I know good a lot of words. I don't know how to spell that. Well, but you know, uh, you said readability, but you didn't know Phoebe or Phoebe. <laughs> Your brain is amazing. I know big words, but I don't know a lot of small words, you know? <laughs> Yeah. But don't add me to spell anything out loud. That's uh, a mistake. That was my thing in school. I had a hard time in spelling. But I just I just Dude, worked and but... worked and worked. I decided I was going to get really good grades in spelling when I was in sixth grade. And I drilled those words and drilled them. Dude, and... my sixth grade teacher had to do something else for, like, spelling in another language because that's the my brain's already messed up with the one we have. Well, you took Spanish. or What what language did you take? Was it Spanish? Yep. And she gave me like a connect the word version. Uh-huh. And I'm like, thank you. That way you can see it. Yeah. So when you learn, are you more visual or auditory? Seeing or hearing? I'm kinesthetic. I need touching things. So you can't learn by seeing or hearing. You, you need so, to touch it. So you're Anne Frank. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? So if you're talking more like freight though too, I need a mix of both of them for uh-huh. my brain to fully connect to What it. if you could taste it? If you could put letters in your mouth, would, would you be able to spell it better? <laughs> That's not what Kenneth Kenneth means, but okay. It basically means I need to move around a lot for things in my brain to connect to the information. So if you're so 
let me ask you this. So if you're not sitting still, you learn better. Yes. Like if you can get up and fidget and walk around, you actually receive information better. Yes. That that's pretty slick. Yep. And I have noticed that about you. That's why I fidget all the time. It's not just because of my anxiety. I thought you that... one, I thought you fidgeted for your anxiety. Yeah. Two, I thought you had something to hide. And three, I thought you were getting ready to shank me. <laughs> no, it's because... And if you know the word kinesthetic and not shank, God bless. <laughs> because my brain needs to make those connections by moving. That's why. Even yeah. when I'm sitting, at least my hand is moving somewhat readability constantly. Yeah. And it's usually the same action over and over and over and over again. That's why you like fidgets so much, huh? Yep. And I'm even moving right now while we're talking. My yes, I noticed that. I, I thought you were Italian for a minute. That, that is an Italian stereotype. Is people that talk with their hands. Well, we are. You know who, you know who else talks a lot with their hands? Is GAPD. Yep. And I swear to God, one time I just held her hand. Yeah. And she looked like she was going to lose her freaking <laughs> mind. Yeah. That I was holding her hand still when she was trying to talk. Yeah, I can't. Like, even where I didn't, I'm uh, so happy how much you have a move around. Or else my brain might have been not able to even take in all the sound that's going on around it. You Fair know? enough. Fair enough. Because sound is a problem for when it gets loud. My brain, that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, and for me, I gotta have I I have to have sound. I, I learn by hearing. I like, I need that too, but when everybody in the class is yelling when and you get, stuff. Alright, when you get too much sound, it, it can knock your anxiety out of loop. Uh, I yes. I know that from, for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like when it sound goes up, I go quiet, and it's like. When my hand goes up, your <laughs> mouth goes <laughs> shut. Okay, is that what like, the says? Yes. Yeah. It's like my brain decides. You know what? Everything's so loud. I'm gonna rank it up to this type of sound that you don't even know it did. Well, and fair that's partly the so I can hear really good. Like there are times when someone will be moving something that's a little bit like farther and I'm like, stop. Yes. Why why are you moving that loud thing right now when somebody's talking? I hope someone told you to do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got me, bud. But you just, you kind of learn this way and that way. Yeah. And you also like to jump topics around. Yes, I do. So let's get back to Ghostbusters after yes. lunch. <laughs> we're gonna we watch both pitch it around. We're going we're gonna to watch that tonight. Yes, we are. We watched that many, we watched that the weekend it came out. Yes, we did. And then now I bought it, I bought it on Divid and and digital and blu-ray the when it came out in that medium yes so we've got the 
Blu-ray and Divid right now, so we can watch we can watch the Divid and see P. Hobie yep. uh, take care of business. Yep, and I'm gonna have it because we're going back on topic to Afterlife. Phoebe is their answer to Bankman. Well, because. If you guys don't know, this this podcast is coming out late March. If you guys don't know who Phoebe is, too bad. Spoilers in 5, 4, 3, 3, 2, 2, 1. Go. So. Phoebe is Vinkman's granddaughter. Yep. And she is basically girl Vinkman. (laughs) I don't know another way. Very much so. I don't know another way to say it. I truly don't. And I wish I could, but I don't. Yes. So, like, if they're just, So, mostly all the colleagues of Aikman are with her, plus a little bit of anger issues that come from someone else. She's got some anger issues? Yeah! Did you see that? I, In the I middle did, yeah. Movie she scene? seemed really sweet and, <laughs> and calm to me, especially her trying to t- tell stupid jokes. Yes, I'm like, that, that's why I was like, Phoebe and me. Yeah, because bit. you like telling some stupid jokes. Yeah, but they never land. And I'm like, girl, I, I understand your jokes. And I'm like, I'm the only one laughing. I just, I love that one that she dropped the dolphin joke, which is a yeah. family, which is a family favorite. I know, I wonder how that joke got in. I, you know, because I, I didn't, I did not make up that joke. Yeah. Okay, it's not a, it's not a Mike Davis original. Yeah. Well, imagine if one of your jokes got into a film. I, I would be looking for my money, thank you very much. Yeah. I need 200 bucks for my writing credit. Thank you, please and thank you. Yeah. But the other joke that I love, and I still laugh every time I think about it. I, I can't even get this joke out without laughing. Is you do you know the how what a a cigarette and a hamster have in common? They're both perfectly fine until you put them in your mouth and set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're both perfectly safe and fine until you put them in your mouth and set them on fire. That is that is my new all-time favorite joke. Yeah. And Phoebe like me and find great ones sometimes. Yes. So her jokes are pretty good. Yeah. But there were definitely one of her jokes that I was the only one in that theater <laughs> laughing. So I did it <laughs> science. I did it within my own head for it to not come up. <laughs> I, 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 I got nothing. Yeah. That baby great. Do you want to talk about? I love about? that they made her like the the hero. Especially yeah. because a lot of these movies they do it with younger kids, but they're just like the older characters. So I'm oh, yeah. glad that Mike from Stranger Things wasn't the hero, but Phoebe was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Finn Wolfhart. And, and what's his name? Finn Wolfhart. That is a freaking awesome. I know. Name. I love it last name with a patch. 
Wolfhard. I I want that sounds like a character that a name that's been a made up character's name. Yeah. Dan Wolfhard. That's a freaking James Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like Phoebe and his character. I've forgotten their name at a se- at the second, but they were both the they know how brother and sister <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yes. And even me and Ricky have totally twins in common. But they're not so out loud. <laughs> we do disagree on some things. She doesn't like Finn Wolfhart? No, she liked him. But not in the weird way. <laughs> <laughs> she likes Finn Wolfhart, if you know what I mean. And if no! You like- and if you think you know what I mean, you don't know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm like in that weird kitschy way, you know. <laughs> yeah, that did me. I don't understand the contract of the contract. <laughs> but you're you're again. You don't know Fihobi, but you're but you're dropping down words like construct. Hey, you are my freaking <laughs> hero right now with the big words. That's just how my brain works, okay? Yeah. And, like, I know they'd verge off of hearing the, hearing them once, and I know the definition. Well, you do watch some pretty, some yeah. heady stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on YouTube, I'm like, how did this thing work in television? How did this thing work in theater? And I direly want to know how they did the Polyjuke Potion and Harry Potter and the Kurt Child. Because I have no idea how they're doing that. <laughs> and there's things in Afterlife that I'm like, oh, I can see how that would work. Like the, like the set set in Phoebe's room. Uh, when you could use Oh, when he's playing trains. chess with, with an unknown being? Yeah, when they could have used things or used magnets under the board to even do oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Or, or um, strings and wires and duct yep. tape. And magnets. I loved... I'm going on a tech tangent for a second. I loved how they did it in WandaVision. How they kept it to the era. Yeah. Alright, so are we not talking about Ghostbusters anymore? Are we I'm not talking sorry. about WandaVision? No, but no, let's I'm do that. No, I'm going on a tech tangent. We're talking tangent. about tech, tech tangents. Yeah. But um, they did, and I love that they did that, because yeah. they intentionally did everything to the era, era, era standards of the show that they were emulating. Yeah, like the show that the first episode was filmed in front, in front of, of a, a live, live studio audience. Except with the part that he choked, they had to cover that because the audience needed to keep on laughing. Yes. But I'm like, that show and how they made it made me so happy. And they did it. I hope they have one with Eternals. That they do a WandaVision type show no. with Eternals? No, that they do um, one of the behind the scenes episodes oh. with the Eternals because I genuinely 
want to know how they animated the Deviants. Well, that would be cool. And I would be surprised if they don't. When we get the divid of the Eternals, we'll see if it's in there or not. Yeah, can they get it on Disney Plus? And Chung C had one on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I'm like, I generally love when Marvel goes behind the scene for stuff. I I I like how they talk about the background of things and how what they've done and everything. Yeah, like why they decided to do what and like, okay, now that did becoming that one. <laughs> Well, yeah. but we're now we're talking about behind-the-scenes stuff, and yeah. I, that we can easily loop back around to uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And like, if and, we get there, in Afterlife for like the thing, like how precise did they have to be for every part of that animation to go with the acting and to make sure like Venkman would still there and their decision to have him not talk well because now that was easier that's easier to just to explain yeah. not having binkman talks made it easier for them to make that character because yeah. he didn't have to talk to portray that story yeah like and you whole- just knew it was him yep and the whole of the opening scene from the second you see the house and you see a person in front of it. Uh-huh. Your brain clock that it Frankman. I I really admired how that they made Harold Ramis Vinkman very much a part of that movie. And they made sure they were doing Vinkman, not Harold Raymond. Yeah, and he was he was pretty much like the main character of that movie. He was he was a driving part he, of the plot of that film. I he would big he would Phoebe Jordan in a sense, you know? Uh-huh. I say that again, I don't know what you just said. He would Phoebe Jordan. He let her know where the goat butcher shoot are. Well like yeah. Jordan but, gave Who's the, Jordan? The the person that's like, do this. I give you tools in Power Rangers. Oh, in Power Rangers? Yeah. I don't know Power Rangers. I, yeah. I thought I know Jor-El and Superman. That does yeah. pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Jor-El, yeah. like any, like, like, Giles. Giles. In a, in a sense. Except Giles isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fine. He played the same part, except he's not dead, okay? Yes, it's but he's the works. guide, the mentor. Yes. He's like, so he's like Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is at sometimes alive and at other times dead, but it's yes. still the ghost spirit that tells people what to do. Yes. Exactly. But that's how I saw him throughout that film a little bit. Because he didn't have to say anything. And I think Phoebe, like, could feel that, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do throughout this. And she could tell the little pushes that he 
would taking with her with her everybody else was a part of it yes <laughs> and pushing her to the point of that she got at the end of the movie like calling one of the original Ghostbuster members when they were at the jail yep that all of those parts did Vinkman give her the phone number to do that it was probably on one of... She called the goat butcher from the... I know, from the, from from the, the police ad. office. From, from the, the ad. ad. She used the phone number from the ad. What Vankman well, was so kind was... of pointing her to as well as Professor Ant-Man. I didn't I call him anything else. I think, no, I think I'm not going to call him Professor Ant-Man. There you go. Professor Ant-Man. Okay. Fair, fair enough. His name's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I don't remember his character's name, though. But let's call him Professor Ant-Man. Oh. Is it on that box? Mr. G-R-O-O-B-E-R-H-O-N. Give me the give me the box. By the way, for those of you don't don't know, we're looking at a, um, a pop... Yeah, I... It looked so weird. Gooberson. Gooberson. (laughs) Sorry if it's wrong. But... But... But if it's wrong, it's going to be Gooberson from now on. Yeah. P. and Gooberson. Yes, I'm like... They were so good at making sure... I think, like, Bankman was also pointing her to the ad a little bit. You know? Yeah, I guarantee that she did. That that he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because he's like, he would did, and how they did their earthquake for like, that's how it is in California. Yeah, and that, they, it's evil spirits under the earth. No, everything. No, how the tremble. how they made the earthquake look, and when they got under the cable, I'm like. Yeah, that's how it is sometimes. You have to get on the, the table. I'm surprised none of them, like, open the door and stand in the doorway. Yeah. Just that is- so there was a few mishaps in the conclusion of our conversation of Ghostbusters Afterlife. So <laughs> this is an awkward ending, but I just need to put this stinger at the end and and let you know um, that was the Single H show for this week for Single H. My name is Michael Davis. Sorry for the abrupt conclusion to our conversation, but um, sometimes when you use your uh, phone as a recording device, those things happen. So uh, that was the Single H show for this week. My name is Michael Davis for Hunter Davis. Have a week, everybody. Woo-woo.